Since the dawn of time, people have been coming up with ideas. Most of these ideas are trash. Hot, hot trash. Enter three individuals bent on taking these ideas, movies, products, alternate dimensions, and making them worse. Probably. Mm, probably worse. I mean, we might make one better. No. Pitch Doctors! Doctors. Uh, I've been really trying, baby. <laughs> hey, kids, we're going to NPR land! Wee! <laughs> Wonderful. I gotta hear a radio lab. <laughs> I wanna hear the one where they talk about seals. I like Bullseye with Jesse Thorne. <laughs> <laughs> okay, welcome to the Pitch Doctors. Here we are. We're in. We're in. It's too late. I announced it and we're in. There's no going back. All right. I'm going to stop. I don't want to look at these waveforms while we're talking. Um, Yeah. So we're going to do, uh, we're we're here to make your pitches better. But today we're going to make our own pitches better. We're going to show you what a perfect pitch sounds like. And then we are going to make it more perfect. Mm. We've all prepared immensely for this. All year I've been writing mine. My I brought a slideshow though. Ooh. Forgot about the fact there's no visual. Visual, yeah. visual media. It's no good. This is not. Uh, yeah, I'm Mitchell Bradbury. Who's next? Me? I'm Mike Friday. I'm Alana Ward. We're the Pitch Doctors. Yeah, we are. We are? Damn straight. <laughs> For now. Pitch Doctors. <laughs> For now. <laughs> Until we realize that we never do the format <laughs> and change the name like a year yeah, in. Yeah. yeah. It's been a. Uh, it's been a few weeks. I know for you listeners, it might just have been seconds. But it's been a couple weeks <laughs> since we've recorded. Yeah, are you scrubbing? Stop scrubbing. Don't scrub these. <laughs> Don't scrub these. You're going to miss stuff. What's scrubbing? If they're scrubbing through? I must, I've never heard it uh, described like that. When you scrub, when you go real fast? When you scrub right through? Uh, you never heard that? No. What do you call it when you grab the little dot and you're like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, oh. and just drag it 30 seconds forward? Oh, I... It's, Skipping. Skipping? It's a skipping. skipping on don't skip through. Scrub. Yeah, scrub. Scrub, I guess, because you're just getting rid of stuff, you, the dirty stuff you don't like. I never thought about why it was it called scrubbing. Scrub. Yeah. But you are going past the shit you don't like, so you are yeah, scrubbing, scrubbing it, out. it out. Cleaning it to the this golden turd. This totally changed my definition of what scrubbing is. <laughs> I've heard, about. I've actually, I have heard scrubbing the audio, but I... Scrubbing I on through. Okay. Scrub-a-dub. Scrub-a-dub-dub. Yeah. It's... Don't do that. <laughs> we spend a lot of time. Yeah, this is gold. Yeah, if you're if you're hearing, because this is episode four. <laughs> sure. Is sure. It? I think it is four for sure. It's four for sure. Now. Oh, it's four for sure. <laughs> it's harder because we're recording all of this beforehand. We just got our theme song today, which you have heard three or four times, mm. and we only heard for the first time yesterday. So let's just talk about how excited we are about it right we're now. Very excited dope. about it. Pretty very dope. excited. If we already have fan artists, <laughs> please, please draw a real anime style opening of us with flying guitars in space. Yeah, flying guitars in space is what mm-hmm. I was feeling. Mm-hmm. That was that was what the music spoke to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd like to have different face reveals for each of us. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, the anime style intro with the. Yeah, I want a real like omniscient camera, that's like moving through this whole bigger scene that's happening. Right. Yeah. Uh, alien invaders. Alien invaders. Us fighting off alien. Oh invaders yeah, yeah. With with the power mm-hmm. of the pitches. Wait, yeah, and which we'll never see in the podcast. Yeah. Like they they never exist, but it's really going to hook people in. And mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Because I'm super into it. 
would like to say quickly a big thank you to Simon Marshall for putting it together. Yeah, that's right. None of us did it. None of us did it. We love it, but we didn't make it. No. Yeah, big big shout out to Simon Marshall. Simon Marshall, thank you. Yeah. Um, So yeah, if uh, yeah yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll tell you how to get your pitches in at some point. You'll figure it out. Um, But for now, uh, anything anybody anything you guys want to get off your chest before we start? I have a little bit of a question. Okay. So, it's kind of a debate I've been having in my head and with other people in my life a little bit. And you're also creative, so I feel like you'll have some good input for it. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're making stuff, uh, when you're, you're creating like art or whatever, in your mind is to the point of creating it to share it? Or do you feel like you do it for yourself, like you're, you're scratching an itch or something? I've <laughs> never done anything for myself. It just never. No art. No art. For sure. I always do it with the idea that other people will look at it. And it's a habit I'm trying to break. See, I feel like I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum where, like, I make things because I have this, like, need or this urge at the risk of sounding douchey, like, flowing through me. And that's the only way to, like, calm it down is Mm -hmm. to do my stuff. So to me, once I've made the product or the the creation, Mm -hmm. um... For me, like that sense of like accomplishment is almost like all I need. And if it goes on to do something else, that's great. And if other people like it, that's great. But that doesn't like affect me so much in the aftermath. Yeah, for for me, it's more more in that way, Alana, of uh, where yeah, I uh, I'll create something and then I destroy it so no one ever sees it. <laughs> I'm so much like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even, yeah. Even though I do make stuff like for other people to look at. Uh, it's like, I, I still like, I don't release a lot of stuff. Um, and I don't, I, I throw a lot of scripts out. I have like a big pile of scripts that I've never done anything with. Uh, but okay. So here's a follow up question. Are you happy with most of the things you've created? No. Most is a big word. I'm happy with some of them. Some. Some. Yeah. And I, I would say that sure. There is definitely a pile of a lot of things where I'm like, Nobody should ever see this because it's not good. Mm-hmm. But there's also other stuff where, where I'm like, this could be kind of good, or like I enjoy it, but I don't feel like I need the exterior approval for it. What do you? What do you? Which is not good for my career. What do you think your stats are? Like, what's your stat? Like, what's your percentage see, that you're happy with? My writing process is I mull it over in my head a lot, so I'll go for walks, I'll work it out, take shot notes. I don't sit down to write it until I almost feel like it's mapped out and pretty much done in my head okay so i feel like a high percentage of what i write is stuff that i would want to move on to the next step with Mm -hmm. um so for me to put down a percentage though it's kind of hard because there's also a lot of stuff where in this mulling process i've been like nope right except like jot notes or something Mm. so i don't know because i find uh, so i find writing wise like from like from brain to script Mm -hmm. i feel like when i get a script down i'm like Hell yeah. This is amazing. I love it. I can't wait to make it. I'm so excited. And then I make it and I'm like, what have I done? So the editing suite is what you're like, How far did I fall? Oh, it's way before that. Like oh. I get into the editing suite and I'm like, what is this? When did I get all this? And like I'm on set. I'm so excited. And I'm like doing stuff. And I'm like, yeah, this is great. We're doing great stuff. And like I really like all the people I'm working with. And I'm really happy with all the work that they're putting in. And it's so great. And then I get back and I'm like, I had zero control from the start. <laughs> 
I didn't know what I was doing. I was just saying yes to everybody at the same time. That's all I do. No. I can't say no. You have, as a director, you have to say no. I know. Now. It's very important. I can't do it. I cannot do it. Oh, that's so brutal. So I find, uh, I think, I think a lot of my scripts, I think a lot of the like, uh, weirdly fluctuating success that I've had has come from scripts. Mm-hmm. Um, and that the, I, I think the basis of the, of the words that are there and the actors carrying those words out have been what have gotten it where it is and zero to do with my actual directorial abilities. Okay. Hopefully this podcast comes out after they read my application to the CFC director's program. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not like, oh, this cruise is wet. Oh, look at this. I find that interesting because... What's this? <laughs> but you Zero control <laughs> from the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> but you also do a lot of improv and like you like taught me improv. So in mm. my eyes, you've always been like a good director because to me, I think that translates heavily. Forget everything I've taught you. <laughs> yeah. Forget yeah. it all. You Throw must unlearn what you have learned. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've had other teachers as well, but yeah, like, yeah. I always thought that that would have been something that comes easy to you. But it's the no part. It's the like. It's the no. I don't know how to say no. We got taught to say yes. You we yes got taught to say and yes. Yes and. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, no good. It's great. It's great. And like an improv scene, it's great on stage. It's great for all. It's great for almost the whole process. Uh, especially like I, I feel like what I've been doing is making uh, certain people happy. Mm-hmm. So like I my script got a little bit out of my hands because I t- tried to take every note I was given and incorporate that into the script. Mm-hmm. I'm actually currently kind of experiencing that. I'm like writing a bunch of sketches for a show that I'm doing soon, mm-hmm. and it seems like every time we have a meeting, uh, and it's a general trend of everybody, someone will be like, "Oh, I made some changes to my thing," and they'll read it out, and someone's like, "Oh." But what if the premise was more about this? And then so that instead of making it better, we keep doing rewrites of almost just completely different sketches every time. Mm-hmm. And, but no one's been like standing up for themselves. And finally, the last meeting, I was like, yeah, but I feel like this, that, that's like just a different sketch now. And we have like minimal time. And yeah, I'm also fighting with sometimes saying no. When I'm directing, I'll do it all day every day. So do you? We, have get, we have to get shit done. And I'm not never rude about it or mean about it. But I'm like, this is the way it's envisioned. This is how it's working. Let's mm-hmm. do it very like that way. But when when you're in a writing room or in a scenario like that, I have a really hard time again, like not being like, "You're right. All these notes are good, and I'm fucking garbage, and I should have known them before." And then I try and twist everything, mm. and then nothing. I don't think anything good has come out of that for me. Maybe time kills art. Is that true? <laughs> do we just gotta make stuff faster? <laughs> just yeah, until it becomes um, a reflex action almost. Yeah, just like. Just Talking, bam, bam. Just Here's, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I know how long did Nolan spend on Memento? Too long. That's, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I guess there is, a, there is a thing. Like, if you're in your weird Nolan basement just, like, scribbling on the walls and stuff trying to make Memento, then maybe you can still make it. But yeah, I feel no. like if his Uncle Ted or something walked <laughs> in and was like, Oh, Chris, I, I got an idea for your little movie. And, like, looked over and he was like, What if... Instead, he had instead of tattoos because tattoos are so permanent. What if he just put like post-it notes everywhere? What if every time he saw a post-it note, that was like a clue, and then just like Uncle Ted changed Memento? Yeah. Because, you know, Chris Nolan was like, "Great, great idea, Ted Nolan," mm-hmm. and then he got like a story credit on that. <laughs> is this Ted's first story credit? I, I think is so. He a landscaper with ideas like, is he a landscaper? Are they all landscaping based ideas? 
<laughs> what if he was a landscaper? What like a he... really handsome one. A really handsome landscaper. And he works for like a really rich family. Yeah. <laughs> and he keeps mowing the same lawn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Ted, are you, do you resent us for making you mow our lawn? Is that, do, you, do you resent it? Because you could say no. Honestly, Ted, you should be out there right now, not, not in my basement. So, yeah, I, just, I, I saw you through the window and I was just thinking, he looks like he needs help. What if your mom married the other brother? <laughs> can you write a, can you write that in? Say the lawn mowing man has a brother with a really hot wife. <laughs> you're, uh, you're staring towards Ray Romano territory. Ah, Deborah. <laughs> My brother's tall. <laughs> so that's a mini pitch that I have. I want to make a video where... Ted Nolan's uh, Lawnmower Man movie? Actually, it's more on the Everyone Loves Raymond note. Oh, okay. okay. I want to get a bunch of people who do good Ray Romano impressions oh, and no. dub over an entire episode where everyone has Everyone Ray has Ray Romano. Ray 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 so it's not everyone loves Raymond, it's everyone is, is Raymond. Raymond. Everybody's Raymond. Can it end Akira style with just a giant mass of Ray Romanos <laughs> destroying the city? If I make friends with a VFX yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fuck totally. Yeah. Or Ray Romano. <laughs> or, yeah, or Ray. <laughs> Great to get Ray involved. <laughs> You're listening to this podcast, Ray. Hey, Ray. You know what I'm a big, big fan, first off. <laughs> Loved you in the big sick. Oh uh, my god, I haven't seen that yet. Is that no? good? Yeah, it's good. Keep hearing great things. It's great. <laughs> Let me tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this Ray Romano thing. Hmm. Well, I'm... I'm scared of you. <laughs> Where? I am the one who knocks. Yeah, Breaking Bad is Ray Romano. <laughs> Say my name. I don't know your name. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. You know who I am. Ray. Say my <laughs> name. Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. He could be inserted into a lot of movies. He really could. Are movies too? Mm. Yeah. Everyone is Ray. I think it's perfect. I think it's I think it's really perfect. Ocean's eleven. Ray's eleven. Yeah. <laughs> eleven Rays. Eleven I think Rays. it's what there it is. is. Eleven Raymonds. There's also a Torin Zoo that happens in Newfoundland. I don't know about I don't know about other areas called Ray's Reptile Zoo. Oh, oh I yeah. Love if Ray Romano no. was the Ray. Was it a real zoo? I thought it was just a weirdo with lizards that came to birthday parties. Oh, it's like, uh, well, maybe not a zoo, but it happens in like some curling rink and they set up all their stuff. It's a curling rink. <laughs> you go in. Here comes an iguana. It it's where that farmer's market is. Yeah, yeah, yeah so you go in there and they have all the stuff set up yeah. and you go and see. I once watched Simon Marshall, the guy who made our intro, mm-hmm. accidentally, maybe on purpose, elbow a kid so he could see a, a three-legged crocodile. No. <laughs> There's just a lot of kids, like, and he was like, I've got to see it. <laughs> watched him. Like, he like, watched him pick one the kid. weakest one. And <laughs> <laughs> just to send a message to the other ones. Yeah. yeah. Stay out of this guy's way. No, I've never seen, uh, I never saw Ray's Reptile House. It's pretty sad. Uh, we're... <laughs> They, they can't even. They can't even keep the legs on their fucking crocodiles. That's, yeah, that's hard. That's hard go. Well, you, you got a whole house full of reptiles. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Yeah, I've actually seen footage of of crocodiles in a zoo. One death rolled the other's leg off. Just <laughs> was going for. They were jumping for the meat, and he caught his leg and just 
rolled it off just, just like that and the other reptile didn't fucking flinch he was like let me get that fucking roast beef <laughs> <laughs> they are tough Crazy tough as fuck yeah river dinosaurs mm-hmm. nuts they've been around for a while how would you uh, pitch up the crocodile what improvements would you make wings that's what I was gonna say yeah <laughs> I, it's, it's pretty safe for most animals right? wings I think wheels Wheels. I think he wheels like where his nipples are, so you just go Ooh. faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's got a little like pushing legs. Two more wheels below it, so he's not off balance. Is that what right. your face is? No. <laughs> I'm making a face like. I don't think they have nipples. <laughs> <laughs> They've been chafed off by evolution, right? Chafed off. off by evolution. God, chafe those babies off. Fucking like... got the buffer out. Mm. All right, God, we finished up the crocodile. Ah, uh, no, chafe you, those nipples off right away. Chafe I told them. you. Did you not look at the blueprint? I told you no nipples on the crocodiles. <laughs> no, those were coffee stains from when I was growing up. They were not there. <laughs> <laughs> I think they look good with nipples. I don't have a good Ray Romano. Just try Deborah. Deborah's the real sounding point. Deb, Deborah. That's too deep. Too, too deep. deep. Get I, up there. I sound like his brother. No, not that deep. <laughs> no, I can't. can't I that. almost just like really, lower my jaw. Yeah, really, really, like really relax your jaw. Really, okay. Deb, Deborah. But go higher. Deborah. All the tension, okay. all the tension is in the in the inside of the okay. throat. Okay, oh, my my brother's tall. <laughs> Can you make like a that is someone? Ray. Maybe you just can't sound I don't annoying. Know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can sound annoying. Walking my whole life, <laughs> <laughs> but with such a beautiful voice. Yes. No. True. True. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah okay so I think that about are we wrapped up is that about covering <laughs> I think everybody's all in on everyone is Raymond everyone is Raymond and crocodiles I think punch up, yeah punching up crocodiles is tough they're like a perfect killing machine yeah, it's like it's, it's like sharks you know I know but you know how I'd punch up a shark breathe air wings breathe air wings wings yeah yeah, yeah the just wings is not good enough <laughs> oh, <laughs> it would give them a it, it's incentive to go fucking harder it, when they're on land that's what I'm saying right yeah it isn't, yeah, it is incentive to fucking just snatch, snatch someone off the beach and get back in that water. Right. That does anyone, water. does anyone ever go to the beach ever again if, 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 if sharks, sharks can do that? Can, um, no, well, think about how badass lifeguards would get. Oh, yeah. They'd have jetpacks. Snipers, sniper rifles. Sniper sure. rifles, jetpacks. It'd be like the gray every day on the beach. The, uh, the tan or whatever. What's the gray? That's the movie where Liam Neeson snipes uh, wolves. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's great all, all I saw was from uh, the only thing I remember that movie is from the trailer he seems to have made an axe out of hockey skates and I was like right on oh yeah he goes wild in that is that like a castaway premise like he's been like separated from a uh, traveling group no it's like a bunch of dudes in a plane crash and they crash in in hot wolf territory oh, oh yeah that's like castaway but yeah, it's like, or, yeah uh, there's just a bunch of them yeah or, or over the edge what was it? Anthony Hopkins and uh, Alec Baldwin where they there's a plane crash, but they're running from a grizzly bear. Here's the question: oh. Are there also skates in that? Because there's skates in Castaways. Well, he there gets them with a wisdom cast- tooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. He 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 surgers himself with a hockey skate. Let me tell you why it's good that there's lots of people around in this movie. Is because if it was only Liam Neeson, it would be way harder for him to say, "I'm about to start beating the shit out of you." 
if you don't put that back and you're going to swallow a lot of blood. Okay. <laughs> he, says and he says that. It's one of the, he said, he said, if you don't put that back in 10 seconds, I'm going to start beating the shit out of you and you're going to swallow a lot of blood. What, and he uh, just starts explaining. What was Buddy taking? Took a wallet oh. off a dead guy. Oh. So Liam needs to, his whole career is just like death threats, isn't it? Yeah. And it Qui-Gon. Is, it is now. Yeah. And Qui-Gon Yeah. He, he, he. He was in uh, was... Love Actually. He was. He, I don't think he kills anybody Does in he that. Threaten anybody? His in wife dies, yeah. but I don't her. think he kills her. No. But she dies off screen. She does die off screen. He's also not. You know, he seems pretty broken up about it. But you yeah. know, it's an alternate viewing of Love Actually. Of Love Actually. Yeah. Recorded before his actual wife died off screen. Ooh. <laughs> was it before? They, they apparently they used it for the gray actually there's like a scene where he writes a letter or something oh yeah and the director was like think about your dead wife and roll yeah wow <laughs> Jesus that's uh so I've heard I actually had an actress in my thesis film which is about an older woman who's uh, got an MS and mm. she's going to euthanize herself because her husband has recently passed and like her life's kind of out of sorts, so she's like, I'm gonna die with dignity anyways okay I ended up casting this woman and in between casting and shooting her husband actually passes. Oh, no way. And so there are, like, scenes where we're going through it, and she's, like, trying to remember it. And, like, I had conversations with her. I was like, are you sure you want to do this? She's like, no, actually, like, I think it's going to be helpful because it hasn't hit me yet, and I think this is a way to, like... Work through it. Work through it and cope through it. And there's, like, certain scenes where I'm, like, rewatching the footage, and, like, she's straight up, like, bawling, thinking about, like, her real life. Not Whoa. Yeah. But... Shout out to Anne. She killed it really good. Hmm. Yeah. Great performance. Uh, My condolences. Yeah. Yeah. It is like, I it, it's like one of those things, like I feel like there's a, it, it happens with standard comedians a lot and with actors a lot. Whenever something bad happens, people are like, oh, you could use that now. It's like, no, don't, it's, it's still not good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's still not hurts. an upside. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've been thinking about the last year. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just because, just because it, it will make material doesn't make it good. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, putting to bed that little voice being like when you're experiencing stuff being like well, this is interesting you can write about this it's like shut the fuck up yeah yeah <laughs> let me live my life leave me alone <laughs> leave me alone let leave me, me just alone. be yeah i don't think it's a bad thing to just like pop a little note in yeah, your like, yeah. iphone notepad but i wouldn't be like every experience i have to go home and write because yeah, then you don't yeah. fucking live anymore exactly like, yeah. they, when, when i was doing my uh writing diploma at mine uh, one of the profs told a story about this woman who wrote poetry and she used to like be in her garden and she would be gardening and then she would look out over her fence and see an idea coming mm. and then she would have to sprint back into her house and get a notepad ready and then it would like flow through her brain and she'd write it down as it went and then she could just go back out and garden again. Oh my God, that's like me and walking when I, because I go for a lot of long walks and you shit. You just see oh, the walk like, coming and you're like, oh, I gotta start walking. I don't physically <laughs> see something flying oh, at me. the but walk like, is a come. Something passes my brain. I don't know if it's just because it's like the light, physical activity, the and like the change of yeah, yeah, inspiration. Yeah, I think, it comes I think a lot of people need to do more like physical activity or more like. Oh, I, I got! I did so much writing when I was uh, doing construction and renovation. The mm. time where you're physically occupied but mentally not yeah. is like the best. Mm. Yeah, any any time you get to a point with like a with an activity um, uh, where you're where you're yeah you're you're kind of skipping over your conscious. You're like... Uh, on it, autopilot. It, yeah, you're on autopilot. It's a reflex action. That's when, like, my brain starts to... And, like, I've made big mistakes at work 
Uh, you know, he was like, you were only supposed to paint one of these walls. And it's like, oh, yeah, you did a great job on them all, but you got to repaint them. And I was also, like, okay. I fleshed out my screenplay. Yeah, yeah. So I wrote a really great bit about farts. You know, like, it just came to me in a wave, you know. Yeah. The muse was with me that day. Mm. The fart muse. The old fart muse. The old fart muse. Actually, I don't think I wrote any jokes about farts. Do you guys have any pitches to throw in? Because mm. another one came up, but I don't want to like hog this and make this like my whole Ugh, episode. Unbearable. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, we can do. We can just do another one of yours. Yeah. Okay. So this is another sketch that I pitched that didn't get picked for a show. Uh, on the topic of farting. <laughs> it's it a fart sketch. It's kind of a fart sketch. Skip. It's, it's I skip. Type that... Can we skip? Is it too late to skip? Okay, let's skip it. <laughs> <laughs> skip it. <laughs> no, no. What is it? What is it? Go. Uh, the title says everything. Uh, uh, it is woman who can't help but mouth fart every time a box is opened. Mouth fart? Like... <laughs> yeah. So it like, goes through her life. So it starts out and she, she's a baby and she's opening her first like birthday gift and it's cute because she's like, opening her box and she's like, oh my god. Then she gets a little bit older. She, <laughs> She's playing with Jack in the Box. Plays mm-hmm. with it, plays with it, pops open. She's in high school, sitting next to her best friend. Her best friend opens her lunchbox. She can't help but fight it. And then her best friend's like, that was weird. So it's the first time it's become like a negative thing in her life. Mm-hmm. Then she starts dating a guy. Yeah. Gets down on one knee. She goes mm-hmm. for a pose, opens up the ring box. She's like, no. <laughs> Has to do it. Uh, fast forward to... This guy who proposed to her, her husband has now passed away, mm-hmm. and they are at the funeral. And she's delivering the eulogy, and partway through her eulogy, there's someone whispers to the minister, and then he goes, oh, sorry, actually, we realized it was requested, this is an open, open casket. casket. Yeah. So they go to open it, and it's a blackout, as she's like. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the whole premise of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty good. Do you read the title at the beginning? I feel like yes. someone would have to read the title. So this show that we were in, or, or that we're doing, but we already have it at this point. Uh, it's called 2040. We have a bunch of numbers up on stage. Uh, so we write all of these sketches and the audience screams out a number. We pull it down and then we do the sketch. Oh, cool. So we're trying to do 20 sketches in 40 minutes. So a lot of the titles, a lot of the jokes are, are like, the, this the, is the title the, and then mm-hmm. you see it. They, right. Because they're little shorties. They're little shorties. Right on. Yeah. I saw a play once where they, they had it all memorized and then tore it all up and threw all the scenes on the ground and like mm. pick up and just like they had the scene titled so it, it, it was almost yeah like um, not memento because it wasn't just backwards but it was all jumbled up like the whole thing and they said every night it was different cool yeah so that it's I think it's fun to, to randomize uh, performance yeah yeah totally it sounds perfect to me I wouldn't change a thing add more farts yeah I add think add I need some more instances of farting what else comes in a box maybe it's also real important to your life <laughs> <laughs> She has a baby and it's premature, and they got it in the incubator. And they were like, "Your your baby is is healthy enough for you to for you to hold him." Oh my Mm. god! Yeah, open that bad boy up. It's not bad. I feel like (laughs) what if she more inappropriate areas where it's like a very like a serious ceremony or something like. Yeah, or there's like you know she gets trapped in a very small bomb shelter Mm. and everyone forgets about her and she's down there for like 35 years that's when her husband dies yeah he dies while she's in there yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and she's just like eating the 
all the beans and stuff down there. And she's like, can't see anymore. She's all the dark, all her glow sticks and her lanterns ran out like five years ago. And then someone cracks the top open and they're like, oh my God, are you okay? And she's like, Mm, I know? like that. Or maybe also like cryogenic sleep and aliens find her and they oh. open that chamber and yes. they're like, this is the first we've seen of the species. And, then... and she goes, and then they close it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, skip, skip, skip this species. We're skipping it. I do, uh, I do like the idea of uh, someone's like halfway through the ceremony. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt the grieving widow. It's supposed to be an open casket. Forgot. Mm. Our bad. And she's just like, <laughs> oh my God, no! no. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Just gotta crack this bad boy open right yeah. here, just and then we will proceed as planned. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like some coupons on your way out. We're really sorry about those coupons. coupons. <laughs> half off next fucking funeral. Whoever dies next, it's half off. That's actually a pretty big incentive. Half funerals are fucking expensive. Mm. Mm. What do they throw? Is it like a wedding bouquet? It's like, you're next. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's a, here's a question for the group. What's your, uh, what's your ideal funeral for yourself? Oh, I thought about this. Um, uh, I'd like to be preserved in some way that... Um, pickle juice. You could, okay, straight up pickle juice. Um, uh, and, and strung up like a marionette mm-hmm. and welcome people to my own funeral. Mine is so similar. <laughs> I want to DJ my own funeral. Oh shit! Weekend at Bernie style. Yeah, I want to be I was, like. Yeah, yeah, I want them to be like like start out really solemn, uh-huh. and then be like, it was under his special request that uh, <laughs> this party was hopping, and yeah. then like the priest like rips off his his priest uniform, but, and he's uh, just wearing Hawaiian like, shirt. I, I was thinking like Adidas jumpsuit. Oh, okay, and then he points up into the rafters, and I get lowered down with DJ equipment, and I'm like. Just spinning one, it up the one headphone yeah with the, like the elbow holding it in there or whatever just like actually, spinning it actually uh, fucking Adidas priest garments would look dope because they're black and white you could have the collar on there easy peasy yeah, yeah. and then the priest is breakdancing break, he's not a course. priest he's, he, he's, he's a breakdancer break they yeah. could be both no <laughs> they don't let you do that <laughs> can't marry can't break dance yeah that's why I dropped out of the seminary because <laughs> my moves are too- sick <laughs> He was too strong within my heart. Yeah. I heard God in a very unique way. <laughs> and it was on the dance floor. It was on the dance floor. I heard God and it was like, a hip, a hop, hip to the hip, a hip, hip, And they saw, and on the first day, God did do the robot. And it was good. <laughs> and it was the goodest. Yeah, fuck, that's a good way. To, yeah, punch up the Bible. Just throwing some sick moves. Deb, you thought about your idea of funeral? Yeah, but Sorry. mine's not that funny. Oh. Uh, mine's like... Skip. I want... I wanted to have my remaining money, assuming that I don't have any, like, uh, children or whatever, which is not Fuck fucking that. happening. <laughs> Just throw um, it in there anyway. They can deal with it. How'd you raise them? So my... Yeah, my, my ideal thing would be my... Uh, remaining three best friends uh, divvy up my money and they have to spend it in a way that they do something that they've always wanted to do. And so they take like my ashes or something and they they photograph them doing and they go on like a trip. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Here's my question. <laughs> <laughs> what if you have four best friends by the time you die? I'll take one down with me. No problem. <laughs> yeah, okay, great, great, great. Sky I was wondering great. if it would be like a battle royale thing. Uh, I mean, I still have many years to live, I assume. 
Um, and so... No, it depends. Yeah. Yeah. But, but as long as your answer isn't, I'm going to make more money depending on how many best friends I have. Like, mm-hmm. as long as it's like, no, it's going to be three. It has to be three. Yeah. Good and luck. either I'm going to have an ugly falling out with them on my deathbed <laughs> so that they know they're not getting that money, uh, or they die too. <laughs> <laughs> but they have to photograph it with my ashes as well. Yeah. Oh, just do your ashes go on the trip? Yeah. So yeah, they, that's good. They bring good. me with them, so maybe they put like my ashes in like some necklaces or something, and then okay. yeah. I if I had if I had ashes, I would want to make like little tang packets for them. <laughs> <laughs> just little packets of tang. Shake, shake, shake. You shake it up, and then you can prank people with it and be like, "Oh, you drank my friend." <laughs> yeah, the people. Oh, this swirling gray mess. Yeah. Mm, can't wait to. What's that? It's tang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Snapping pictures, taking a video on their phone. Yeah. This no, it's new tang. And my tombstone would be a screen that was only playing people's reactions to after they found out they drank me. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, so like people would film it on their phone, then they'd upload it. By the, by then, I assume we'll have like global Wi-Fi, so that people can upload it on the fly. It'll be like World Star Hip Hop app or whatever. Yeah. Like you can just upload it; it'll go directly to the screen on my. I don't know why when you said that, my brain went to like, oh my god, like a kiss cam. But like a kiss not... cam. <laughs> yeah, it's just like at a hockey game, and it goes over, and these two people are like drinking, and they're just like, oh, oh god, <laughs> 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 party. Yeah. Like, meh, 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 meh. <laughs> The hockey uh, team has to come out and like punk them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. That's the consumes the soul cam. <laughs> just like consume the soul. Yeah. Like, oh my god, cheers! <laughs> oh. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been watching a lot of videos of like kiss cams and oh, shit yeah? like that. Have you seen the one where the guy holds up the sign and it says it's my sister? Oh no! Uh, pretty cute. He's then, prepared. Yeah, he and his he's yeah. It's worth 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 checking out. My question: Would you kiss your sister on kiss cam? No. Just to appease no. the public. No. It doesn't have to be longest. They're normally just tiny pecs. Are you kidding me? You know what? I wouldn't kiss my brother, so I take that back. Yeah, yeah of course you wouldn't. I kiss yeah. you fucking psycho. <laughs> I kiss your brother on kiss cam. Yeah, I'd kiss I your brother. Martin, yeah. Yeah. Martin, yeah. Martin is a is a handsome man with supple lips. Yeah, he got that good. Shout out, Martin. Martin. What's up, Martin? <laughs> I think we all have a responsibility now to, like... Kiss my brother? To kiss your brother. Again. Yeah. I think, yeah. But but I think, like, like if we went to a hockey game mm. and we got kiss cammed... Oh, yeah. We got to do it. Oh, fuck. Right? Yeah. Like, well, we, have a, we have a responsibility to, to go... To transcend those ideas mm-hmm. and we just got to, you know, we got we to gotta go... No, and I've also just been waiting for a moment to cut through this sexual tension. Fuck yeah. Let's yeah, do fucking <laughs> I was only brought on to keep them off each other. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you have to picture this whole podcast is me and Mitch constantly in the nude trying to get at each other. <laughs> just standing in between just, us and holding us apart. Just steam in the windows yeah. with wine. And we get slipperier every time. <laughs> we don't wash between episodes. No. It's real bad. Ooh, we are learning. We're like the raptors in Jurassic Park. And Alana is that electric fence. It's going down. Yeah. At some, point. at some point. Oh, and if we could get a charming South African hunter in the mix, I would have. Oh, yeah. You know, I'd be a fan of that, and too. And Martin. Not a fan of that. No. Right. Yeah, bring Martin in here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let him all in. He apparently moved to Toronto a couple days ago. Well. But he hasn't reached out. Really? <laughs> We're not. Our, it's a weird family. Actually, no. My, my, my sister moved here a while ago, and I haven't seen her yet. 
So I don't know if she's... Well, she's in Hamilton. Uh, oh, yeah. Jeez, might as well be on the moon. My sister lives in Hamilton, and I'm not going to that shithole. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, Hamilton. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Yeah. We love you, Hamilton. Your, your roads are fucked, Hamilton. No, it's Change great. Your, fix your roads. No, the one-ways are deadly. What? One-ways are a better idea. You just got to get used to it. Ugh. It's better. Ugh. It's better. I had to drive a cube van through there. It was just... I did too, and I, but I'm, I'm cursing the whole time I'm driving a cube. It doesn't matter where I am. It doesn't matter where I'm I am. Like wide open highway. I'm like fucking wind. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. No. <gasps> no, yeah. Jeez, no. Yeah, talk, no, no, we didn't talk about this on the podcast. No, no. Uh, how like yeah? I I I'm not. I'm never more of a Newfoundlander than when I'm driving and people are doing fucked up stuff around me, and I turn into my. Like a, like a kindly old grandfather in fucking salt and pepper hat. Just, oh, 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 look, 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 look now. Oh, yes, yes, boy. Yeah, yeah, look, oh, yeah, it's going for, oh, great, great, great idea. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. I just start getting like, re- like real salty. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I say the same thing. about 35 times. In, in there. <gasps> no, 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 no. The inhale. The inhale, yeah. love. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, just. How would you pitch? Lawrence Page found a road. How would you uh, uh, punch up uh, highway driving? Wings. Know. Wings. Jetpack. Every time. <laughs> Everything. Put anything in the sky, it's going to be better. Yeah. I want to put nipples where the wheels are. <laughs> <laughs> Shape those babies off. Shape, Shape them off. Shape them up. Shape them off. N- little nipples on them cores. All right. How long? I don't know if we have time to go through my, my thing. Yeah, we do. We do. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, so my uh, pitch, um, me and Mitch talked about this before, um, but mm-hmm. it is uh, a documentary. I love uh, the cat is meowing. Uh, it meows when it, when it poos, oh, um, no. so <laughs> that oh, means boy. it's pooing. Oh, um, I I love conspiracy theories. I love reading about conspiracy theories. It's one of my favorite things in the world, and I love reading about people fighting about flat Earth theory. Mm-hmm. I love flat Earth theory. I think it is so funny, and I want more than anything. I want to make a documentary with like a huge budget Mm -hmm. and I want to go to like the leading flat earth scientist and I want to say, what do you need? What do you need to prove it and do it? Like whatever they want. I'm going to teach them to fly a spaceship and we are going to go into space with him Mm -hmm. and I want to be like, okay, what's wrong with this now? Why is this fake? Why is this fake? And then I want to, I just want to keep throwing money at it Mm -hmm. until either... The government shows up and kills us <laughs> for proving that the earth is flat or... You drive a man to his breaking point. Yeah, just everything he's ever believed. I just want to see it see in his it. eyes. <laughs> I want to see how a person changes when their whole life falls out from under them. Yeah, I want to see a round... I want to see a globe reflected in this man's uh, tear-filled eyes. Yeah. Will you do a follow-up afterwards? Like, be like... A year later, how has his life changed? And see if he went back. Oh, to he's it? dead. He, oh, oh, he oh he killed himself. The, oh. the the documentary doesn't end until he dies. <laughs> <laughs> it's very long. It's like a Dune length documentary. Yeah. Wow. It's you like, know, we stick with him and just just doing the highlights. But like the real expensive part is proving it right or wrong. Mm-hmm. But like nothing would make me happier because like flatter theory is disproved with like elementary school science. Yeah. And. Boats is the biggest one for me because they were like, there's this area that you can't fly over. Mm-hmm. Like planes don't fly over it. And when planes do fly over it, their GPS conveniently turns off and you can't track it over this area. 
that goes through. And they were like, is that so part of the flat Earth. So it's part of the flat Earth argument is that the planes can't fly over this area because it's not a globe. So those areas don't actually connect. Right. So that's why they can't fly over that section of the globe. Okay, I have a question in a second. Yeah. Uh, so the problem with that is that boats do go across that area <laughs> yeah. and are tra- traceable the whole way. So that whole thing goes out the window. There's also like, you can't go to the North and South Pole uh, because it's uh, not a pole. It's actually just an ice wall that surrounds the whole world. Yeah, yeah and it's keeping... So they think the, it's an ice wall. Yeah, the ice wall is keeping the water in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In Flat Earth Theory... Yeah. Is it believed that there's a top and a bottom? Like some people are living upside down? Unclear. It's hard I, to I have no idea I what's on the bottom. Different schools of thought. Because they, there's yeah. also saying that there's a ring that's an ice wall, and it's not just keeping the water in, and that space isn't directly outside the ice wall, <laughs> but that there are more continents outside the ice wall where really rich and powerful people live. Like it's like where the Illuminati live. Oh. It's like in these other continents that are outside the ice wall. And they, what's underneath? Like beasts? Probably beasts. It could be Hollow Earth. But it, it, I always wondered if Hollow Earth and Flat Earth were combined. Because Hollow Earth Hollow, belie- is. Hollow <laughs> Earth is like lizard people. Yeah. Oh. Mole men, the troglodytes, uh, Jules Verne shit. Like that there's like literally, uh, you know, 10, 10 kilometers of Earth under us. And then a whole nother uh, world and ecosystem that is being kept from us because... Oh. Reasons. Reasons. I thought Mole men were just people who live in the subway tunnels. I think I think it's a bastardization of the true Hollow Earth mole man. Oh, yeah. kind of like how like trolling is not actually about like trolls under like, bridges. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Well, I mean, metaphorically, they're under bridges of their own creation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, sure other mole men are are literally <laughs> underground. So <laughs> it's not even that, as big of a reach. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, I I think like honestly, the ideal scenario because we would start off, we wouldn't go to space right away. I think first off is bring them to the North Pole. Mm. See the ice wall, go over the ice wall, walk across, go over the other side, take a boat, go I fl- back down. I flew over the North Pole. Yeah, but did you? I'm pretty sure. Because in this thing, pilots are in on it, man. Pilots are in on it. Pilots are in on it. With hallucinations? Or? Well, they, they, they just go up in the air and, and then fly turn, randomly. Like, turn around. Oh. And, and then land around. where they... Yeah. yeah. If you, uh, ladies the and windows gentlemen, are... if you look out the left side of your plane, fucking <laughs> yeah. then they... they ho- oh, yeah. There's flat others who think planes are holograms. I gotta do some reading. Oh this. my god. You're gonna fall down the greatest YouTube hole you've ever been in. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Ever. It's, it's some fucking wild shit. We were talking about this guy too, the guy who built his own rocket because <laughs> he doesn't trust rockets. So he's gonna... Yeah, he's, so he's going to launch himself into space. Home science his own rocket. Oh, that's the scariest thing you can do. Yeah. And when we, Mike told me about this, and I was like, Jesus Christ, like, what is it, a big yellow fucking rocket that has, like, uh, fuck you science in the side and written in red? And Mike was like, yeah. <laughs> like, he pulled it up and it's a big... <laughs> it is. It's actually a big, it's a big red rocket. It's a like, big it is red. a, cho- to- like, a child's toy it looks like something of a rocket. That, yeah, it looks like something that would be outside a grocery store. Oh my god, Just, he's gonna hurt himself. Yeah. He's gonna kill himself. I yeah, mean. but he's prepared to die because in, like, again, I know too much about Flat Earth, but in the, the another thing that they think is that no one's ever been to space because the Earth, the Flat Earth, is a closed ecosystem. So there is a literal physical dome that is keeping us in, hmm. which is why, like, weather balloons pop. Because they, the, they hit the roof. So it's not because of the atmosphere, it's because they hit the dome and they pop. 
and like all the space shuttle disasters are because we were trying to get to the moon, but we actually just smoked the barrier and blew up. So the Earth is like a poly pocket that's open. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or Mighty yeah. Max. Or Mighty Max. Yeah. Whatever. Mighty Poly. Mighty Poly. Maxi Pocket. Maxi Pockets. Fucking yeah. How the Earth is a big uh, snow that? globe. Yeah. But listen, man, they say that. No, not a globe. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Don't say that word in It's a snow clam. It's a snow clam. But a lot of flat earthers also believe that the other planets are globes. But we're the only flat ones. Yeah. Yeah. Because Elon Musk. Is he a flat earther? No, Elon Musk. No, he just launched it. Didn't he just launch like a space taxi? Space car? The Tesla is in space now? Cool. It's driven by an anthropomorphic robot. Does it have fucking yeah. rockets on it? Like, I don't understand. Like, because I didn't... Really I don't think, know I've seen pictures works. of it in space. And, like, I saw, like, it was, like, last picture of Earth before it heads to Mars. And I was like, what? Like, I thought they just sent it up there. Like, oh, look, we fucking floated a car in space. But no, it's going places? I think it's going to Mars. Yeah. Does it look like a car? It's a car. It is, is a car. It's yeah. a Tesla Amazing. Model S or whatever. And it's got, like, yeah, a fucking robot behind the wheel. And, like... And it, there's a there's his a dash is, like a, a camera over his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. and his name is Major Tom, and uh, the car. Oh. It's 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 a Bowie reference. Is the yeah. name of the project. It was um, fucking uh, oh, that song. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. What's the name? Of fuck, what's the name of that song? Uh, Jesus, uh, I'm blanking here. It's not Space Oddity. That's a different song. Also no. a good Bowie song. Are they he might be called Space Oddity. Space Oddity. Space Oddity. Thank you. Yeah. They may have yeah. they may have called him Starman and not Major Tom. I can't remember. Yeah, because because you know uh, I don't really I read the headline of one of the most incredible things in modern times and <laughs> some dudes were just like I got enough money I'm gonna send a car into space. Oh yeah. And I was like cool. Do, do, do. Well, that's like the thing. It's like I talk a big game about how stupid people with flat Earth are, but honestly, I don't know how shit works. Like they could be right. I don't know. I've never seen the whole thing. I've been in planes, but their arguments are, you know, if you believe them, rock fucking solid. They're like, but they just have. My biggest problem with flat Earth is that they believe in the government. They think that the government, yeah, is well, is is capable. Is capable of anything. Of hiding this kind of shit. Right? Huh. Like, they believe that the government could set up a thing where every pilot, every person who's ever piloted an aircraft, goes into a room, it's a conspiracy and they're like, back. It goes hey. back about a thousand years. Yeah. And they're like, hey guys, like, this, this shit's flat. Don't tell anyone, or we'll kill you. And then pilots are like, cool. And not a single one of them was like... It's not real. They also they also have reverse engineered a lot of the, the the reasons. Like it used to be, you know, there was flat and or blah blah blah, or it was hollow or whatever. And then people are like, "But why?" And they're like, "Um, rich people don't want us to know why." Other continents, yeah. Like it, yeah. it really feels like it's come the other way. There's like, like some utopia for the rich, and this is like uh, purgatory or hell or something. And oh yeah, and you throw you throw a little uh, you throw a little religion on that fucking trash fire, and it, it goes up real nice. Like, flat Earth, Flat Earth depends heavily on religion, I think, because yeah. it's like there is a greater being that built this dome and that has us here. Yeah, and that uh, you know, if you read the Book of Revelations, a lot of people argue we're we're currently living the Rapture, which is when like Jesus showed up and took all the good people, and that's why everything's so fucked right now. But 
you know, I think I thought he would have made it and we would have noticed. Or... We still have Tom Hanks. Yeah. Tom Hanks. Be Tom Hanks guy. disproves the wretch. Yeah. If, if Tom Hanks, <laughs> when, yeah. Once, <laughs> once Tom Hanks uh, ascends back to his uh, heavenly throne, mm-hmm. uh, uh, sitting on his left hand, his son Colin, and on the right, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> How would you punch up Tom Hanks? Wings. <laughs> Wheels on his nipples? <laughs> Do you think Tom Hanks has nipples? I bet he doesn't even have nipples. I bet he's straight crocodilian on there. (laughs) Tom Hanks as a lizard person. Twist. Yeah. Yeah, he could be. Fucking Tom. What if if it's I haven't read enough about lizard people. I don't know that much. I haven't read enough about Tom Hanks. I would love to see Tom Hanks do drag. I feel like he'd be really fun. Do you not see... That's how... I haven't. There's a role where he's in drag. Yeah, it was his. Uh, yeah, he was on a sitcom for many years in the '80s. That's where he like got his start. It was called uh, Bo- Bosom Buddies, and it was it was like a. They found a really good apartment, but it had to be women who rented it. So mm-hmm. him and his, these two guys dress up as women and live in this apartment. You're fucking with me. This I'm, is real. This is real. This, is, not, the, this is of the Tootsie era. Yeah. Yeah, of like mid-80s. a plot was allowed to be a man dressed up as a woman. Yeah. Oh, this is a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, I, I was a little, it was a good bit before my time. I think it was like eighty two, eighty three on that era. Before, then I stand corrected. Before Splash and Big and you know once he broke in, uh, uh, Turner and Hooch, uh, early Hanks. You know Turner and Hooch. Where he's got oh yeah, al- alcoholic dog. Turner and Hooch is sick. Yeah, I never until right now. Realized that the dog was named Hooch because it drank because alcohol. Because it, dr- it drinks, yeah. I did not realize that until right now. Yeah, this dog witnesses a murder. And <laughs> it's <a> great movie. <laughs> it's, oh, this it's, is the best movie ever. It's a made. fucking good movie. This, this dog movie. witnesses a murder on the docks. It's a big dog. His owner dies, and he's his owner the was only like a witness, and he's the only witness. <laughs> and they basically fucking somehow, <laughs> which I remember did more, but they make. The dog Tom Hanks' partner, <laughs> like Tom Hanks has got to like. No, he's got to defend it. Cause yeah, people are yeah, trying people to, try to kill it because it's the yeah. witness. So it's he, the witness. yeah, yeah. But it is a buddy cop movie. But the, the like a big dog is the, and it keeps stealing all this beer and. It is the <laughs> best and it, and it, Airbud movie you've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, and it uh it uh spoiler alert um it, uh, for all those preparing to have, to watch Turner and Hooch. Scrub the next 10 seconds. Scrub it. Scrub it good, maybe 15. I told you not to. That was a test. Now you're allowed to scrub. Now you're allowed to scrub. If you don't want uh, spoilers for Turner and Hooch. The dog. Okay, you ready? Okay. Mm -hmm. Are you just scrub if you don't want spoilers? The dog sacrifice. It throws itself in in front of, like someone tries to kill Tom Hanks and it, it dives in front of the bullet. It takes a bullet for the Hanks, and it dies, but not before it, uh, it it impregnated a female. So it ends with him with like a litter of new hooches, and they solve the murder. Yeah. God, it's like every dog movie where they die. Yeah. Because they all die. But it yeah. it literally it this dog witnessed the murder, finds the 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 perp, mm-hmm. leads the cops to the solving of this crime, and then. Gives its life protecting the lead detective from a bullet. Like what an arc! What a fucking hero's journey! Yeah. Wow, it's a oh what a movie! I haven't seen that in forever. No, I was I think I was eleven or twelve the last time I saw it. Damn. Fucking what? Let's let's guys. You want to watch Turner and Hooch? I kind of do. God yeah. damn it! That is a great film. You got Hanks in his in his most charming like that like oh when he was like the little boy charming kind of thing you know what yeah. I mean like right big era I think mm-hmm. it was like eighty eight eighty nine before uh, Oscars. 
before he got AIDS on on film. <laughs> that was quite a movie. Philadelphia. Yeah. Real, uh, real different from Turner and Hooch. <laughs> real sure. change. Yeah. Yeah. That well, the scene in Turner and Hooch when he fucks Antonio Banderas was. Uh, <laughs> it was a tonal shift for sure. But yeah. A, but a precursor to what would follow. If Turner and Hooch was a prequel to Philadelphia. (laughs) (sighs) So yeah, I don't know. If there's any big funding agencies out there, I'd like to make that documentary. Oh yeah. Uh, If if you're listening. I'd like Uh, to help with that documentary. Yeah. Uh, Everyone listening currently is invited (laughs) to help with this documentary. We're going to need some serious power. We are going to need some crowdsourcing. Honestly, I think that, yeah, the the best outcome is we get on a ship we go to the Arctic. Yeah. We're almost there. And then a bunch of army ships show up mm-hmm. and they get on and they crush our camera and shoot us in the head. <laughs> that is that is the best thing that could happen. And then there'd be a pretty great documentary about trying to find you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we'd have our own like and they just write it off as another like Blair Witch Project thing. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, yeah, these guys made like a really boring forty five hour documentary. <laughs> <laughs> that like... is the greatest found footage experience you'll ever have. Yeah, the the part when you start cannibalizing each other on the ice is like mm. we're not out of food yet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it's it had important. a you had the fight like a the a Truman Show moment where you hit the you hit the edge of the the the, the, the dome just dunk. Yeah, and then just like a whole bunch of slots open up and <laughs> just like machine gun fire. Yeah eviscerates us and it's like something weird like something we never even guessed like it's just like the Cabbage Patch kids or something like, <laughs> like they know they know twist <laughs> that's the big twist at the end yeah that's what they use actually yeah it turns out the earth was round but the success of the Cabbage Patch Cabbage Patch kids in the 80s they got that much money that they turned the earth flat yeah they changed it flat yeah they got those little cabbage patchers to, to munch away <laughs> eat half the clothes well actually it turns out the the, the, the the globe was his cabbage. So oh, right. they've eaten it away. Now she flat. Mm. Makes just as much sense. In, uh, That's t- in an Edgar Allan Poe novel. An Edgar Allan poem? No, the novel. Oh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a, a kind of a similar like fascination with the Arctic and that they believe that there's like almost like an ice barrier circle and then you break through it. Because this is a little kid who's like a castaway on a ship. Yeah. And... and uh, Apparently you break through it, and then it's like this beautiful tropical area yeah. where everything that's like white is now black, and like yeah, are like yeah. Um, Alan Moore and I think Jules Verne as well back in the day did something with that too. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like I guess it's like old age. It's in a, or something. Uh, the one I'm familiar with was that yeah, in Antarctica there was yeah like a portal to uh, uh, another world, another dimension that sort of uh, existed under ours and influenced all of our. Um, you know, like if uh, you know a giant fell down in this under dimension, that's what caused earthquakes and shit like oh. that. Like, it was, uh-huh. yeah, like a like a a, a mirror. I was gonna say, <laughs> a mirror. Yeah, yeah. I need to dress that up. You know how when you fall down in a mirror, you get hurt in real <laughs> life. <laughs> <laughs> if you die in a mirror, mirror do you, you die, die in, in real, real life? life? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was gonna say a, a, a There's era, nothing but... worse than falling down while looking in the mirror. Oh! You can see the whole thing. 
Have you ever hurt yourself and like been looking in a mirror when it happened? Like stubbed your toe and seen your own face? Like no, that I don't have any mirrors. I don't keep. I got electrocuted while looking in the mirror once. What? So I was in my parents' house and I just got out of the shower and I guess they were doing renovations so they didn't have any like uh, Uh things on the light switches, like the covers. I have a remarkably similar story. So while looking in the mirror, I go to flip the light on. It's looking a little dark. Can't see my face as much as I want. Finger goes right into the wires and of course I'm like wet still. Mm. And I like jolt out and like hit the ground. I guess I didn't see all of it. I just saw me like drop. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I was in the tub I was about 10 years old, and my sister came and turned the lights off, <laughs> and ran away. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, yeah, we didn't have a covered uh, outlet. And I got out of the tub. Now, this is, this is where I was very lucky that I was not long enough to leave my foot in the water, which I was trying <laughs> to do while reach for the light switch, because that weird like kid logic of like, I don't want to get all the way out of the tub. I want. I don't want to accidentally get dry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was went. leaving my foot in the tub, but uh, you know, ended up you know having to take it out, and then just completed the circuit, just two hands, oh two fingers God. on the outlet, and got a pretty nice bite. Yeah. It's a weird feeling, huh? Like Electri- being electrified. Yeah. Yeah. The worst I ever got was working electric on a on a film back home in Newfoundland, and it was like raining like a motherfucker like it was our like oh don't go outside for and for you know a day or two like that kind of rain the shit mm-hmm. that's coming sideways and like uh you, you ever get it in the ear you get a sideways raindrop and it just oh, fills yeah. your fucking ear canal yeah yeah it was that kind of rain and uh so i was uh they were having trouble because the wind was so strong it was it was teetering the the big uh light they had set up to make the inside of the place look like day mm-hmm. so they're like we don't got enough sandbags hey mitch go be a sandbag <laughs> so i stood on this fucking stick for about four hours in the rain being a sandbag but then like uh no that was after but that was after i was electrified yeah sorry i'm i'm rambling a little bit could have been the electricity uh, affected this memory. <laughs> Did I mention I got electrified, electrified that day? Uh, it was we were running Joy Cable, which is very heavy, very heavy cable. A lot of, lot of electricity going through it. A lot of, lot of uh, wattage or volts or both. I didn't both pay, going through that. I didn't pay days. a ton of attention. Maybe shoulda, and then I would have known not to touch the fucking wet wire because that's what happened. This where the join was and the Joy Cable was in a a rapidly growing puddle, and Ugh. I was like, that's probably not great. Okay, so I took an apple box and was like, I'm going to reach well away from the puddle and pick up the wire and put it on this apple box. And, but I guess it was, uh, I didn't realize how well it, uh, it was um, so- con- conducting mm. <laughs> across the surface of it. So when I reached out and picked up uh, the wire, it immediately uh, electrified me and straightened me up. Like I stood up involuntarily. Did you see uh, your own skeleton? That's what I... If, if, <laughs> if anyone was looking at me, they would have seen my own skeleton flashing. And I stood up and uh, reflexively, like, kicked the apple box forward, just, like, when my arm, like, when my fucking leg, everything straightened up, and I I managed, thank God, to be able to drop it. Oh, my God. And uh, the fucking cable landed on the box, everything was fine, and my work belt fell off. <laughs> Did your pants fall down? <laughs> that was the only <laughs> Uh, I wish. And you were wearing uh, 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 white and red. Uh, so hard, yeah, yeah, hard yeah. underwear. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Um, Good boy. You know, I would have punched up uh, that experience. Wings. Wings. Yeah. <laughs> up in the air. Would would have never fucking had to touch any goddamn wires. No. Why do you have a job if you have wings? wings <laughs> You've right? got wings. Oh, your biggest concern is uh, mirrored buildings. 
at that point. Yeah. Flying into those well, bad boys. You're still a human being. Oh no! I once oh no once I oh once I get up there you go full bird oh yeah I'm migrating pants I'm, down <laughs> shitting wildly oh shit that's something we have not considered would the yeah people will be pissing and shitting from the sky because people are fucking animals yeah people are animals people but piss like, and shit on the streetcar I mean okay if we all have wings yeah if we all have wings things are very different there's yeah. ways it's the same reason that nobody no child child has ever peed on you in public you know like we would have a way has a child peed on you in public you just you didn't say or you didn't react like that was a fun no I'm anecdote I've seen some pretty horrible things i've seen children pee near me okay near let's me. I, I said child i'm gonna say rowdy teen okay you know what i mean yeah like, teens can't run around and piss and shit on you now <laughs> because like yeah. like oh, say, they we try. Were, say we were slugs right like let's go uh, let's go back and and just say like all humans were slugs and they were like man if i had legs i'd be pissing and shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but because we all have legs and arms we've developed this society a society in which it's pretty difficult to piss or shit on somebody without Getting in trouble. My friend, Michael Butler, oh, no. saw a woman, a homeless lady in Montreal, like a, he, he described her basically as looking like the bird lady from Home Alone 2. Okay. Like just a lot of layers. He said he and saw- And a heart of gold. And a heart of gold. <laughs> he said uh, this lady would like, she was in his, uh, like she was a regular, I guess, in his neighborhood. Like he, he was familiar with her comings and goings. And uh, at one point she was, I think, in a, a shouting argument with someone and then uh, sort of- put an exclamation point on her argument, hiked her skirt up, bent over, and projectile pissed on a wall. Mike said it was about six feet away. Nice. And he said it was like, I was like, was she hitting the wall? He was like, dude, it was foaming off. <laughs> so, you know, I How could... high did her leg go? Like, she went No, she, she bent forward and projectile oh, peed backwards. backwards. Whoa. What? Shot that shit out. Like, yeah, like I... Was trying that when like, I get home. <laughs> I suppose if you got the Kegel strength. Do it on a, do it on a skateboard. <laughs> yeah, get going. Get going. Fire off. That's a way to punch up skateboards. Piss propulsion. I don't know about punch. Punch up. down, maybe. <laughs> it's know. worse. It's worse. Hey, I've got this fun product. Let's you roll, but you gotta pee you gotta real pee hard. So hard. Huh? You gotta pee so hard. Oh my god! You have to pee so hard you break the laws of physics. Only works if you pee real hard. <laughs> no, no product is made better by that. I have seen seagulls stand on top of each other and shit on each other. <laughs> is that a defense for pee skateboards? No, no, it's not. <laughs> You're thinking about birds shitting on yeah. each other. Yes, there are no bird cops, though, unless you count, yeah. like, predatory birds. Vultures are bird cops. Or vultures, or yeah. Eagles. yeah. Vultures would be the bird cops? Vigilantes. I think yeah, eagles okay. maybe are the cops. Eagles feel like the cops. But eagles are also, they're, they're scavengers. Like, you only yeah. ever see them at the dump back home. True. Well, not true. I, I I did see one down on Water Street, but mostly at the dump. One was living at like not at Cabot Tower, but like on near it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the on the East Coast Trail, there you go. Take a look at them. Oh, yeah. We had a nice eagle out in in Bay Bulls. We used to be able to look at every day, <laughs> and it would it would come home with a fish, and it would like it would bring a fish, and we'd be like, oh cool, it's gonna feed that fish to its baby, and it would still puke in its mouth, like whole fish, wouldn't leave it for there. the baby, still just puking it. Right on. Fucking savage animals. <laughs> you ever get shit on by it? I've never been shit on by a bird, which is really nuts. Uh, yeah. No, that's not true. I owned budgie birds. I got shit on by birds I owned. Okay. Because they didn't like that you were like their commander, probably. No, they just like, they hung out on me and uh, just shit wherever they pleased. So right, they, you yeah. know, they would just shit on my shoulder and stuff. I was on a bird watching tour, bird and whale watching tour out in Bay, 
O'Brien's? Probably Bay. Yeah, Bay Bulls. Bay Bulls. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was a hell of a day. We actually saw whales, which is nice, you know, because, uh, you know, normally it's bird and whale watching, and you see a lot of birds. <laughs> That's about it, right? But we actually saw the fucking humpbacks, and they did the whole fucking thing, breached, and, you know, did the fluke wave and all that shit. And we were like, wow, and we're going back, and a bald man was standing in front of me, and I remember this so clearly because it was the funniest thing that could possibly happen to an eight-year-old or for an eight-year-old to see. But this guy, he had a hat on all day, right? He was, uh, I believe he was American, and he, he had, like, sunglasses, hat, full thing, very white guys, very covered from the elements, like, polo shirt with the fucking collar up, everything, yeah, yeah. ton of sunscreen on, took his hat off to wipe away sweat, and, like, a fucking albatross shit on his head. It was the <laughs> most fucking... It was his whole head became white. Oh my god! And I remember because I thought for a moment that he sprayed sunscreen on it because I'd seen him applying sunscreen. Yeah. And I was like, but I was looking at it when it happened, but my brain was still like, that's too much bird shit. He must have, <laughs> you must have looked away and and he sprayed sunscreen all over his head, right? But then he just did the like because he wiped back and then it was like splat and like all down like running on and, and then he did the like he just did it again like was like you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. that couldn't have Ugh. been and then like his wife just screamed and everyone else just tried not to laugh like it was so much you held back like, well I was a little boy I was just more shocked than anything right. like, it was just like oh, oh, like oh. yeah. you, know? you don't like, even know what to do with all that I also think I was the only person looking directly at it like I remember right. uh, cause I was out there with my mom and my uncles and stuff and I remember my uncles laughing about it pretty hard on the drive back mm-hmm. but I think like it was they were like and Bonnie got fucking shit on his head you see that like no well, I missed that but I heard about it like, and I was like I saw it and they were like sure you did you mm-hmm. know that age where no one believes anything you fucking say because yeah. you're a little liar like I was <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think I'd be able to stop myself from shitting on people if I had if, if I had wings if you had wings mm-hmm. yeah. good old Catholic shame it'll stop you from doing a lot of stuff oh but oh, I mean but yeah. the anonymity of the, of the, the sky you're closer to God, though. Crime would be way cooler. Yeah. If everyone had wings or if just you? Well, see, that's the thing. I guess if everyone had wings and I grew up with wings, nothing would be cool. Yeah. You know? The They'd same. suck the cool out of it by yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. If one day everyone at the same time sprouted wings, yeah. that'd be pretty cool for oh, a that'd while. Oh, that'd be mania. That'd be cool for, like, for quite a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? That'd be the rapture. But that's what the Christians believe. Or the hardcore Christians, I think. Yeah, Probably. but if everyone got them? But if everyone, yeah, they'd be a little, that'd throw them for a loop. Yeah. Right? Question. Shoot. Angel feather-like wings, or are we talking bat wings? Ooh. Like fleshy? Well, if we're oh. going, actually, if if they're, we're mammals and mammalian wings are generally that fleshy, just skin tone, like fucking, uh, yeah, that's yeah. I was picturing Gross angel wings. wings, but no, more likely they would be bat wings. Yeah. Like, just, yeah. Fucking bone spurs sticking out of them. Oh yeah, they'd be. We don't even have hollow bones. No, it's not like it would hollow our bones. Our oh. wings would have to be so big, so big. Yeah. We would get so tired. Oh Well, man. we'd have to become gliders, probably. Right, just catch, yeah. try to get up a little bit, catch a thermal. There'd probably be like, um, uh, yeah, we'd want to like have designated areas, maybe painted black, big discs, so to to get heat on them to create thermals, so we could yeah, catch yeah. them. We'd have them maybe set up in an order, so it'd be like a bus stop type thing where you like go up an elevator you get up it's a funny because i know where you're getting this information and it's from animorphs books <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
And you don't know me. Yeah, I do. We've talked about this. You don't know me. We've talked about this a few times. So what? So what? My science is mostly based off animorphs. And when we were talking about the Earth being a globe, I was thinking about Aximili's, the, the Andalite uh, uh, sh- mothership that crashed on the water and was also a dome. Yeah, it's animorphs. So I think I think the person who should be in charge of city planning from then on should be the author of Animals. Oh, oh, uh, AJ Applegate? Maybe. Probably not a real person, right? I just found out that uh, the guy who wrote the Hardy Boys books was a collection of different whole bunch of people and Nancy Drew. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. they were a company. That makes sense because those books suck, dude. I just struggled my way through Hardy Boys and the Missing Chums. Oh boy. Yeah. I had a huge collection of Hardy Boys. Like, like I had like three anthologies that someone gave me. And I read those fucking things. Hated them the whole fucking time. But read them all because that's what you did. Like, that's what I did. I was just Can't quit. Right? Can't quit. And Nancy Drew I remember liking more. But I, it may have been because she wasn't an annoying, dumb dipshit like those fucking boys were. I do love the way that they talk. And I love that both of them have an ugly friend. <laughs> they just <laughs> rip on the whole time. I, I was also... Fucking reading. Chet. Yeah. Chet? Chet. 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 It was Chet and, uh, oh my god, the other guy was a big tool name too. Oh, I'm thinking of the Nancy Drew version. Because there is like like a bigger girl. In yeah, yeah. Drew. I want to call her Diana? Bessie or, or maybe Is it Diane? It's been a while. Her name. It has been, I was, yeah. And I did not commit them to memory like I did the stellar work of A.J. Applegate and Animorphs. Yeah, well, Animorphs was legitimately amazing. But, uh, <laughs> I just read a bunch again. Also, Chet shout is... out, if we ever get fan art, us as Animorphs is like definitely. Oh. What's your Animorphs animal? I think a raccoon. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I mean, that's a pretty, that's a loaded question. I mean, what's our mission? Are we, <laughs> we going covert? What is, so you just got Animorph powers. What's the first No thing? mission. No mission. No mission. First you just thing? got them, and it's the fun and game section okay. of the book. Right. What animal do you, what animal are you like, Want right I'm going bat. to the zoo, I'm, going I'm to the getting zoo. this shit. I'm a get, oh boy, that's a toughie. I always like a lynx. Like, lynx are cool. Like, mm-hmm. But that's, they're not that, it's not that functional. I'm probably a bird, bird of prey. Yeah. Maybe a peregrine falcon. It mm-hmm. would be pretty baller. If you get, um, like, a big bird, that means I can, like, jump on your back, which is, right. like, useful. Well, if I get big bird, you get snuffleupagus. We got a fucking show on oh, our hands. Yeah. yeah. Right? I'm going to touch Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't touch Elmo. <laughs> um, Fuck. Yeah, probably. What would you fighting? What would you go for, like, your fighting creature? When you're fighting the Hork Bajor and the, the York forces. The Hork Bajir? You're dead. Unless uh, you're a Hork Bajir. Those things were those, nuts. I'd get one of them. I still, like, I have such a badass and completely incomprehensible Memory head vision of, of what a Hork Bajir is. Yeah. I always picture them with horse heads and, like, the Hork Bajir were, were a, a, a vegetarian race of uh, well, herbivores, is a they're better way to say that. Knives. And they're, they're made, made of, of knives, knives because they, to chop different types of wood on their planet. But the Yurks, parasitic brain slugs, use them as, uh, as, you know, warriors and fighters. And it's a bummer because they're aware of what they're doing and they're peaceful herbivores, but they. So they all have PTSD as well. Well, yeah, like, like they're they they're they're prisoners in their own mind. I think everyone Aww. that gets yurked gets PTSD. Yeah, I'd say it's probably not a great time. Get yurked up. Yeah, yurk, yurk, yeah, big time. Yurked. Oh, you got yurked up big time. Mm. <clears throat> if you were to, if you had to fight um, aliens that are luckily not not able to just beat the shit out of animals on Earth, and you had to pick a badass animal, or what would you? Uh, 
Okay, so I originally picked raccoons. I feel like personality wise mm-hmm. and like scheming wise, yeah, they work and, with and little hands would be good. Hands. You could fucking type. You could, but, if, like... <laughs> but if we're talking about just like a brawl, like I'm not trying to like mentally break them. I'm yeah. trying to just like fight them. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, oh Jesus. My first thought is rhino, but I don't want to be a rhino. Rhinos? I feel like that's like a hard Rhinos? existence. Rhino's pretty good. Oh, you, well, you don't get stuck. Well, unless you stay past the two-hour limit. But I just feel like you're not that agile, and I feel like they hmm. only go forwards and backwards. Like, I don't feel like they have yeah. turn. <laughs> <laughs> I had never seen a rhino turn. <laughs> you ever seen a rhino turn left? No, it's impossible. They forwards got, and backwards. They got no indicators. They exist in two dimensions. Wheel nipples. <laughs> Them, them wheel nipples don't turn. A rhino with wheel nipples just like fucking pushing mm. itself forward. Piss propelled. <laughs> piss propelled they wheel rhino. Get some air with their piss. <laughs> I bet they piss pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm a pretty lot of hard. water keep those things running. Uh, uh, they have terrible eyesight as well. Which is, yeah. I think rhino's pretty good. Rhino's pretty good, I think. I want to. I, think, I feel like gorilla is like like a fighting machine. Yeah. Gorilla, gorilla's all around badass gorilla, choice. Yeah, we are. Uh, we've so far rhino and gorilla both uh, actual uh, fighting creatures from the animorphs. Mm-hmm. Picked, yeah. yeah. I believe mm-hmm. Cassie was a rhino, and Poor Marco Cassie. was a gorilla. Marco, Marco was the gorilla. That was his. That was his go-to. I feel like Rachel was always bears. She right? was a grizzly bear. Yeah. She was a grizzly bear, and then she got a polar bear eventually. Oh shit! Upgrade. Is, yeah, baller. Polar bears are sick. But if we were to swing this to be more like Beast Wars or Beasties, Ooh, yeah. I think I would be Rat Trap. Rat Trap. Rat Trap? Oh, <laughs> everyone's Rat Trap. Everyone. Why does everyone want to be Rat Trap? Rat I Trap never, is sick. I always wanted to be Dinobot. Mom, I need some Mountain Dew. Was that Rat Trap? No, that was fucking Dinobot. Dinobot in his edgelord voice. The Rat Trap's just like an angry New Yorker. She's like, yeah. yeah. Do you know Rat Trap Dinobot? Same voice actor. Huh. Oh, I, I don't doubt that at all. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah Dinobot had that foul face. What was it? That foul robot tongue. Yeah. That is all I can remember about Dinobot <sighs> is like opening his mouth and having that like. <laughs> yeah, he had a fucking tongue. Yeah, it was Gross weird. Tongue. And he died with a Shakespeare quote, and it was super badass. Mm. His death was one of the actually I'd say fucking I put it up there with, like. I, it, Shoot it into space along with like the the uh, fucking the Vin- the works of Da Vinci and stuff like mm. yeah Dinobot's final episode of Beast Wars. <laughs> yeah, I really want to come up with a with a '90s kid space time capsule. <laughs> Wallet chains. Wallet chains. Dragon snap, shirts. Snap bracelet. I feel like Ares dying in Final Fantasy VII. That scene uh, is like. Spoilers. Broke a lot of people. Spoilers, yeah, y'all. For Scrub- God's sake. We don't have to do this every time. Scrub, scrub it's that, your fault. Scrub that last 15 seconds. It's your seconds. fault. It's been long enough. Um, what's, your fight, what's your fighter? Oh, boy. I feel like you've thought about this a lot. I actually haven't thought that much about it in the last 20 years, but <laughs> I used to think about it a lot. Um, what was, uh, do you want to go last? Because I've got a pretty yeah, all-around choice. What's yours? All-around choice is whale. Whale. Fall on shit. Yeah. Just they, fall on they, shit. Uh, that was, that was a, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a move in the Animorphs. Yeah. yeah. Would good, you good jump move. high, turn into a whale? You, you fly up, transform back into a human, fucking dive bomb, turn into a whale. Sparrow, human, whale, every situation. Yeah. Sick. Handle yeah. it. Handle it. Um, Doesn't matter what it is. Tough to get away. 
turn back into a human. Everyone's crushed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all pancakes. Yeah. You don't need one animal. That's a fucking horror show, though. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> you just fucking, You don't want to think about you it. You turn back into a whale. You're just in a pile of viscera and gore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Covered in blood. You have no idea who you Gotta killed. try to not cut yourself on the ribs sticking out of this gumbo. Yeah. Yeah, you accidentally morph back in with a bunch of people inside of you. Because you they were ex- and you just stuck into that whale. Oh, yeah, no. every situation doesn't matter. What? Huh. Would you do narwhal? Because it also has like a. Too small. I do. Uh, Too small. I I don't mind now. I okay. I do nardwar, the human serviette. Oh yeah, yeah. My uh, he'd be my. Do 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 do. So visitor one. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is a specific joke. I saw him in person in a record store recently. Like he was just uh, shopping. Recently? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he was dead. Oh no, he's like alive and kicking. He seems like really nice. Yeah, he's really. Does he have a podcast? No, he seems like his, he should though. He's got his YouTube uh, channel, which is like actually like he's now like a hip hop icon. Like he's, oh. the hip hop community had really embraced him. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank goodness someone had to. <laughs> I worried about Nardwar most nights. <laughs> Just know that he's somewhere safe and warm with people that love him, you know? <laughs> oh, shout out Nardwar. If he crawls to your dog door, just let him in. <laughs> just let him in. Feed him. Mike, He'll go that on his micro- way. You know that microphone comes in first, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm hungry. <laughs> What's for dinner? Now, is it true your mother made you spaghetti growing up? <laughs> we have it right here. Why do you need me to cook, then? Doot-doot-loot-doot. <laughs> Okay, he's gone. He's, he's gone. gone. Oh, no! We went in the street. Nardwar! <laughs> he tried to interview a car. No. no. He's chasing the cars. <laughs> he's chasing the cars, trying to get a quote. He's trying to give them a John Lee Hooker vinyl. <laughs> no. Um... What's your, what's your animal, Mitch? Ah, fuck. I don't fucking know, man. Oh, shit. I'm mountain lion. Puma. That's they are, per capita, the strongest uh, big cat. They take down the largest prey for their size. They hunt alone. What does uh, per capita mean in this? Uh, that's not the right thing. What? <laughs> uh, per, Do you mean pound for pound? Pound for pound. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I meant. <laughs> in this scenario, you're, what does per capita mean? Yeah, <laughs> I definitely had a moment where I was like, in what area? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pound per pound. Jesus Christ. In this apartment, the strongest thing <laughs> is the puma. Wow. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, and I always, I and also in Beast Wars, I thought I would be like a, uh, a Cheetor type, but it would be a, uh, a mountain lion. Mm. I'd be a mountain lion. Or a lynx, I could never decide. You a little bit remind me of the cat in He-Man. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Which one? Battle cat? The <laughs> battle cat? The green, Before the transformation. The... A timid, large, green... Well, he's like, oh, you don't understand. That's oh, actually yeah. pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, I'll take it. All right. Whoever is drawing our anime opening... Yeah, yeah. You I'll now know what Mitch looks like. <laughs> transform into battle cat from He-Man and you guys can ride me. Yeah. Like the furry version of battle cat, though. Like he's got to have abs. <laughs> Yeah, I want to be a super <laughs> fucking sexy. Actually, yeah, can you uh, make me a, a, a furry butt slut? <laughs> make him pregnant. Make him pregnant. pregnant. I want to be With a Sonic's baby. I want to be a vor. Yes, I want to be. A, I want to eat Sonic and give birth to Tails. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how hedgehog biology works. Get on it. Get on it. 
Oh, no. Don't Google that. Never Google that. I think we're done. Yeah. I think we're done. I think that's it. I'm sorry, guys, to, to, like, that this is the... No, I'm not. I'm not sorry. Spoiler alert. Scrub the last... Can we scrub the last 30 minutes? 30 minutes? (laughs) That's longer than that, buddy. I, no, I mean, I thought the good the beginning was good. No, I know. I think we're going to have to scrub 30 minutes longer is what I mean <laughs> to get back to that sweet, sweet stuff. Uh, okay, we were the Pitch Doctors. and uh, Oh, yeah, if you want to yeah, send us our, pitches. We got an email and all that stuff now. And yeah, then... we are pitchdoctorspodcast at gmail.com. And we are pitchdoctors at, at pitchdoctorspod on Twitter. Okay. So, the Pitch Doctors on Facebook Pitch Doctors Podcast at gmail.com and at Pitch Doctors Pod on Twitter. More. And you can send us anything you want on any of those things, and all I can guarantee is we will read it. <laughs> will we use it in the show? I have no idea. Will we insert uh, Raymond into your pitch? Everybody is Raymond. Almost certainly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, Deb, Deborah, Deborah. I, I, you know what I'm leaning towards? Hank Hill. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. going in. Bob, Bob, oh, Bobby, Bob, Bobby, Bobby. Uh, okay, we're 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 gonna stop doing these. No, we got. <laughs> oh my God, Ray's here. He's Mark, in the building. Mark. Ray's in the building. He's coming right at you. Oh my. I ain't mad while I'm on the street. Uh, okay, we were the we were the fish doctors. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.